This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 161. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Very happy to have you here. If you're new to the podcast, then welcome, especially. Um, this is where we get into and talk about all things language related everything from the 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 materials you need to the the motivational hacks and tricks you need to actually keep going for long enough to learn the language because it does take time but i know you guys are smart because you're here and you're listening to this so um so welcome we've got a great question today and i want to dive straight in but before we do that you know the drill let's thank the sponsors of the show italki and if you are looking for language lessons of top quality from a native speaker teacher, then you can do much worse than going to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash free lesson and picking up $10 worth of free credit with them. Now, we've got a good question today. It comes from Chris, and here it is. Hi, Ollie. My name's Chris. I live in Minnesota, which for your listeners who don't know is in the uh, northern central part of the United States. My question is about speaking formally or informally. I've been learning Turkish for about three years now, and I've actually been to Turkey four times. Uh, One of the main things that I have problems with when I'm speaking to people is if I should, is knowing whether or not to speak formally or informally. And there's a clear distinction between the two in Turkish. Uh, You talk to somebody informally with a pronoun sen, and formally with the pronoun siz. It's kind of like tu and usted in Spanish. Um, so I don't know how you handle it in Spanish. Do you do you mix the two uh, in a conversation? And, uh, you know, like if you meet somebody new in a bar, like a really informal setting, do you have to speak formally, even if there's somebody that's new to you? Um, I just really like to hear your feedback on that. Thanks. Keep up the great work. Hey, Chris, thank you for a wonderful question. Um, I know I always say that, but it's it's usually true. Of course, I only, of course, you guys only ever submit good questions. But nevertheless, I like this because it deals with the kind of gritty nuts and bolts of actually speaking. Okay, not what you learn in the book, but what do you do, as you say, when you're in a bar and you want to talk to someone? Now, uh, It goes without saying here that every language has its own conventions. It's not the same in Spanish as it is in Turkish, as it is in French, as it is in Japanese, for example. Every language has got different conventions as to when and where you should speak formally or informally. Now, what's interesting is that I've always, in in different languages, I've always found myself resisting speaking formally. I think it's because I come from an English-speaking background where we speak to everybody on the same level, you know, whether you're talking to your your little brother or, um, you know, you're meeting the Queen, you still use you, right? So I think native English speakers have this, we're kind of, it's kind of hardwired into us to want to use the casual, uh, casual forms of address in other languages. And so I think that's probably the source of my, of my, um, resistance it's very interesting to, to actually think about what that is but i have run into problems or difficulties with that so for example uh, in spanish you generally use 
tool, unless you're meeting someone who's significantly older than you or in a position of authority or you want to pay them particular respect, you generally use tool. Um, but in Japan, you would never even think about using the informal form of address unless you're talking to a child or someone much uh, younger, at least when you when you first meet them. So um, in Spanish, it's never been a problem because I just tend to use tool all the time. But in Japan, you have to get used to using the, a formal or polite way of speaking as a matter of course. And so I, even now when I speak Japanese, I find myself, I feel kind of funny. So you can be in, in, a, in a social situation speaking very informally with someone, but you'll still use, um, in the case of Japanese, you use ma, masu and desu. Um, and that kind of just feels funny to me. It gets easier after a while. Um, but I think I identifying that my default is to speak informally has been quite useful because that allows you to kind of um, just be conscious and to start to, um, you know, appreciate that you might have some kind of resistance to it and uh, and then adjust your the way you speak to the new language. Now, that might just be me. I'm sure in your case, Chris, you probably... Uh, you, don't have this same weird hang up that I do. But nevertheless, the key, I think, is to really understand in the language you're learning, in your case, Turkish, the key is to understand the cultural significance of formal and informal speech in that language, because that makes your decision much easier. So, for example, in the case of Japanese, you've got, it's, it's very, it's, it's difficult, you know, so the informal way of saying, for example, if you want to ask someone, uh, you know, shall we, shall, shall we eat? then you've actually got lots of different options. So you could say, Taberu? Uh, Tabemasu ka? Meshiyagarimasen ka? Taberaremasen ka? Or Meshiyagarinarimasen ka? These are all different possibilities. And so as a student of the language, uh, you, you know, you don't want to be in a position where you're, you're basing your decision of what form to use on rules that you've been given in a textbook. That's rubbish. That, like, that, you can't make those kind of decisions in reality, on the ground, when you have to start speaking quickly. What's really important is to understand what form of the verb you use is culturally relevant or culturally appropriate. You know, so for example, once you know that the base form of the verb, taberu, is only used for close friends, family members, and children, maybe, then that quickly eliminates that in most cases. Uh, once you know that, or meshiyagirini nanimasenka is ultra, like you'd only say that to uh, the boss of the company that you're working for or something like that. It makes it much easier to make those decisions. So it's very important that you talk to native speakers, ask them to explain when do you use this, when do you use that, because that is the kind of the the, the basic understanding that you've, that you've got to get. Um, so, for example, uh, earlier I said that in Spanish I, I tend to always use tú, but then if you're in Colombia, for example, then you have to use usted with friends or family, as it's a culture. It's kind of a, as I understand it, at least, it's a, it's kind of a, a mark of affection, respect. So you 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 speak to people who are close to you in the most formal way. Um, in French, for example, I think it's probably fair to say that to say vous is more common in French than it would be to say usted in Spanish. Um, and then, so in French, you know, you can use a, you can ask a question. So you could ask something that do you might, you can say, je peux vous tutoyer? Can I start speaking to you casually? And that's a, something that you would, you would ask someone like, 
for real uh, because you're kind of navigating this minefield of you know which one should I use so the key if you understand culturally socially what should be used and when then that is the most important thing to to figure out so I mean I I guess Chris that I mean you said you've been to Turkey four times I think and the specific situation you're talking about is in a bar now I don't know Turkish I've got no idea but I think generally what I'd say, well, my, my, my gut reaction, Chris, is that um, I imagine that you're probably not speaking Turkish a great deal um, actually in, in the country with people because you, you would generally get a feel for that pretty quickly, I think. You know, if you pay attention to what's being, what people actually say, you know, if you go to bars a lot in Turkey, for example, and you, you listen to what um, people, people say, then, you know, usually these things become clear the more that you actually speak the language. Um so, you know, for example, in in Spain, you would almost certainly use tu when you're chatting to someone in a bar. But in Japanese, you'd almost certainly use the more f- formal way. So I don't know about Turkish, but as a general rule of thumb, uh, I just use the polite form. You know, why not? It's always better to be polite than, than not. Um, and then, you know, based on their reactions you can adjust what you say accordingly. The other thing you can do, you know, watch TV and movies and, and pay attention to things like that. Do people start speaking, introduce each other formally or informally? Um, look out for those things and that will help you uh, figure out what's what's appropriate. The thing is that as I'm speaking, I'm kind of thinking, thinking to myself, does it really matter all that much? You know, like, is it that important? Because as a foreigner you generally get a free pass in these situations, which is not to say it doesn't matter. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't want people to think it doesn't matter if you speak formally or informally, because it does. But the point is that if you're out there and you're paying attention, then, um, you know, people are not going to get offended if you are, if you use the, if you speak to someone politely instead of um, informally or, or vice versa as long as you're paying attention then you should very quickly figure out what it is but again my my kind of default response is well speak formally to people and then take it from there see how it goes so I hope that's helpful chris very very useful um very very useful topic and a very very interesting question if you would like to ask me a question please do you can go to i will teach you a forward slash ask to do that I'd also really appreciate a review on iTunes if you uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast. Um, I'd love it if you opened up iTunes on your phone or your computer, searched for "I will teach you a language" and simply leave a quick review. It would mean a lot to me. And at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And today, I'm going to give you a quote. I've been trying to do a few more quotes recently because I think they're quite cool. And this one is from Otto von Bismarck. Why not? And he said, "Be polite." Write diplomatically. Even in a declaration of war, one observes the rules of politeness. And I think that's a good a good good quote to live by, at least until you know that it's better to speak casually. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening, Chris. I hope that was uh, useful or at the very least entertaining. And I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Take care.